Well, let's see. It is a early Thursday morning now, so which meant you know, yesterday was Wednesday, and my my brain still hurts. I'm in a fetal position, literally, <laughs> and I mean that in a good way. Um, I've been uh, reading Amazing Spider-Man, The Avengers, um, a lot of other Marvel books, including the uh, current run of Iron Man and Thor, which I can't stop talking about. Um, I always suggest those to a lot of people, you know, whether they're new readers or older readers. Um, some of the Facebook groups I'm a member of, uh, you know, we talk about this as well. And I, let's see, you know, throughout the years I've always picked up certain issues here and there. So I never really had picked up current runs until now and that's why so people which makes it so good you know there's no way you know you can buy say like five to ten issues and then just stop you know a lot of the current storylines with the books you know like with the avengers i'm 30 deep you know with <clears throat> spider-man currently i'll say i'm at least 50 to 60 deep you know, with the end of, uh, towards the end of slots run all the way now into, uh, um, Spencer's run. So, you know, the only thing I'm sad about is Otley's not drawing it anymore. You know, his last issue was 49, which is, you know, legacy, uh, numbers is 850. You know, but outside of that, I really cannot complain about anything, which to me is puzzling. You know, sometimes you know how other fans are, and I put that in quotations. You know, I see them on Twitter, which I'm on a lot. Shout out to my people out there, all my friends out there on Twitter, and also Facebook, and also on Blogger. I owe you guys a lot on Blogger. Um, I'll put a statement on there probably within the morning or afternoon. And again, you know, some people complain about. Some of the silliest things, like, oh, Jean Grey is the most, you know, she's the most powerful, one of the most powerful mutants, but she's boring. Okay, how is she boring? And again, some of the ideas that I hear for the concepts of what they would do with her is actually, what's the word I'm looking for? Stupid. Yeah, I think that's it. It's definitely stupid. Um, a good friend of mine had, uh, was a little upset about, uh, Uncanny X-Men 600, but he had a concept for, you know, uh, a resolution for Bobby Drake, you know, something that he would do, and the way that my friend explained it, it made sense. You know, some of my friends, when they have ideas, it makes sense. Some of the others don't. Uh, one friend was very upset about uh, Infinity War. And again, it was, oh, well, that was supposed to have been the surfer. It was like, yeah, we understand, but you have to understand. You just can't throw the silver surfer on the screen, you know, without explaining where he came from, what's going on, what is he doing. You know, and again, with people like that, I have to explain to them, too. Uh, 
if you were directing a movie, it would flop. Big time. Hugely. It it would be terrible. No one would go, would go see it. It would wind up like the first two Ghost Rider movies. Which is funny to me. Like, the first Ghost Rider movie, you look at it and you go, Oh, God. But me, I had, uh, because of my younger daughter at the time, Hi, Moo Moo. Uh, she, you know, I was able to stay home so I couldn't see it in the theaters. But the version that I saw was the extended, uh, version. Which, if you see it, it makes sense. But then again, you kind of watch it, you know. My friend came over and watched it with me. And was like, see, why didn't they put this in the movie theater? And I shrugged my shoulders like, well, no. You know, sometimes it makes sense. I know some people... They don't like any Marvel movie. But they want to talk about the other company. Which is to never be mentioned on my podcast. Ever. Ever. This is Marvel. Nothing else. I don't want to talk about it. So. You know. I mean. It's crazy. You know. I've heard about a certain director's cut. That people are excited about. And I'm going. It's still going to be trash. I'm sorry. It's ju- it just is. Um, to me, it's more of, it's, to me, that was more of a monkey see, monkey do type thing. It was so how successful that Marvel was, you know, telling the stories about some of the, you know, of the heroes and what they were doing. So they decided, oh, well, some of it's dark, so let's do the same thing. No, stick to what works for you. You know, and that's definitely one of it. And now... <laughs> you guys have to go around and recast the whole entire universe while well, we don't and if somebody want to take that personal I really don't care this is a Marvel podcast I don't care Yeah, but this is what I'm here for so oh well but I digress you know like uh, this past weekend me and a good friend of mine uh, I was able to get some of the comic books that throughout time was either stolen or thrown out in quotations and to be able to sit there and talk to you know other patriots and other people that work there in fact shout out to uh midtown comics outlet store in astoria and my friend there hi you know, uh, to be able to do that and also look through so many different Marvel books to either I used to own or I never owned or now getting, you know, getting a chance to own, you know, and just, you know, also seeing the difference between that and that other company, you guys still suck. And also some of the independents. Now, you know, and again, it's just, I stick to what, you know, I enjoy, you know, which shouldn't be too hard. Like if you see me on the streets and you see either my red, white, and blue Captain America shirt or the gray one, you know, or my gray Spider-Man face shirt, you know, I think that pretty much tells you (laughs) what my favorite company is. In fact, some of my favorite characters, those two are my 
all-time favorite characters. You know, because of one thing, hope. They always offer hope. No matter what's going on around them, it's always offering a lot of hope. And that's another two series I gotta tell people you definitely need to read. This run of Captain America is definitely different, but definitely in a good way. You know, some of the same characters that you've seen before, but some of the situations are definitely different. And it's also more uh, real life. And Spider-Man, of course, is just oof, well, one thing after another. Um, I just got uh, Amazing Spider-Man 50, which I will not reveal because um, you know I don't like revealing spoilers but if you are listening to this podcast run fly crawl I don't care how you do it go get that issue I repeat go get that issue because my god man by the end of it you know Kendrick uh, identity is revealed. I will not tell you who he is. That's why I tell you go get the issue. Go. Go now. While you listen to this. Or after you listen to this. Go. What are you doing? Run. Come on. Or, you know, go into the digital store and get it. Get a copy of it there. Me, you know me. I prefer a copy in my hand. But I also don't knock anybody who gets the digital copies i just knock the guys that try to laugh at me oh look i got it on digital yeah but what are you going to do when your phone dies or your tablet dies and you're sitting there looking at what nothing so it's like i said it, it mm. the same thing with cat uh the way that certain characters are brought back you know it makes sense. The situations make sense. It's not mindless fighting. You know, it's nothing like that. Um, I was talking about the event Empire that just ended not too long ago. And how much I enjoyed that. You know, there were certain parts of it I kind of went, Egh. You know, but mostly overall I did enjoy it. But I am starting to look forward to uh, King in Black. Now, King in Black, which... Uh, also ties into Venom, and like I said, if you have no idea what I'm talking about, um, this latest volume of Venom, the first, I believe, three, four, or five issues, it's revealed um, the original where the original symbiote uh, comes from. You know, in fact, there's a symbiote god. His name is Not Cole, and you know, this ties into Eddie. This also ties into uh, Carnage, who also just had Absolute Carnage. And if you don't know what I'm talking about that too, go to the local bookstore or Google it and go get that too. Because that was virtually insane. It was like wall-to-wall insanity. You know, which is the name of it, Absolute Carnage. Duh. <laughs> but it was that was another good uh, Marvel event. And it also ties into King of Black because something happens during Absolute Carnage to where, you know, Symbiote God is now coming to Earth. 
and that's coming in a couple months you know so I highly recommend that too and for me like I said Donny Cates is definitely knocking it out the box you know I'm loving not just the Venom but also now his current run of Thor which again I don't care whatever you're doing stop what you're doing go to this comic book store and go get the issues some of the, um, the first five or six so far have been reprinted. Some of it may be a little hard for you to get in print. Um, you may luck out. Um, it may be a little bit easier also to uh, get it on in the digital store. Um, the collected version, I believe, if I'm not mistaken is either coming out either this month or next month in november it might be coming out this month you know if you see it get it if you also see the regular issues get those too however some of the reprints of six does have spoilers on the front of the cover so you know you've been forewarned you know seven just came out uh, not too long ago which is hilarious, which also involves Tony Stark's phone number. And where that comes from, you have to go back to the first issue of this run in order to get that joke. And also, 8 came out uh, last week. Uh, 9 is coming out next month, but it will uh, feature the return of uh, Dr. Donald Blake. You know, so that's going to be fun as well. Uh, let's see. You know, there's a, again, there's so much stuff to cover. Like, even with the uh, current uh, run of the Avengers, uh, to where, let's just say, if you hadn't picked up of, uh, the Avengers 36, you kind of need to get that. Because there's a current, there's are a few, you know, holy crap moments. In that issue that, yeah, I'm not surprised that Marvel hasn't reprinted it yet. They probably are going to. <clears throat> and the cover that I got for it was, it wasn't the regular cover, but I wasn't upset by it. You know, I got the at-home uh, covers, which if you see it, oh, they're hilarious. And then, you know, to me, they're, they're fun. You know, so I was able to get that. Um... And like I said, yeah, that issue alone, um, leading up to what's about to happen next, where it's involving the Phoenix Force, you know, and, you know, it's, that's going to be crazy as well. Uh, also, the Immortal Hulk. I have been raving about that since the first issue. And I told people, you need to read it. In fact, the ending of the, the last current issue that just came out with even the last page of it alone you go whoa again I'm one to where I don't believe in telling you spoilers I really don't because I would hate somebody to tell me something you know whether it's a Marvel movie or Marvel comic book because I want the person to enjoy it themselves that's why I suggest in telling them hey go get the book now, hey, what do you suggest? I suggest this. Go get the book. Uh, the same thing like with, uh, you know, like I said, with the Hulk. 
I mean, and it's the story that's being told all makes sense. You know, if you're not reading Immortal Hulk, shame on you, shame on you, shame on you. I'm going to come to your house and confiscate your comic books for about a week. You know, so it, like I said, it's more of a, if people see the Hulk as a monster, you know, it runs along the line of that. You see what he has to deal with, you know, both internally and externally. You know, and there's somebody that keeps popping up in his life. I won't reveal who, you know, but it kind of gets to him at points at certain times. But it's a great ride, you know, it really is, you know. And I'm looking forward to that as, you know, looking forward to more of that as well. Uh, Daredevil as well. The next issue comes out next week. You're not reading that or buying that, shame on you again. You know, a lot of the Marvel books, the right, you know, when Bendis was there, I can remember people were complaining about uh, setting up stories. They just wanted to see, like, uh, the old 70s uh, X-Men. You know, less talking, punching in the face more. You know, but, you know, you see as graduates of the 80s came along, you know, there had to be a story behind it. You know, I'm not saying that it wasn't. Even in the 70s, you know, there was a reason why punches were being thrown, you know. But to me, it seems like people somehow got away from the lost form of telling a story. You have to tell the story. You know, it just can't show up. Hey, Cap's here. He throws his shield at such and such and, you know, they start fighting. But why is that? Why is that happening? Who's he fighting? What are they fighting over? You know, you have to go that route. You just can't show up and just go, hey, punch him in the face. That'd be great. You know, because then I'm not even going to lie. There are a lot of whiny fans, a lot, that whine about everything. And I mean everything. And again, like uh, the current run of Spider-Woman. Not going to reveal the secrets of that, but you have to get that too. And also, the run of uh, Captain Marvel, which I another series I thoroughly enjoyed from the beginning and now, and also now, um, also Black Widow now, which is two issues in. Uh, I got to check to see when the third one's coming out. You know, normally, again, these are characters that I would go, oh, I don't want to be bothered. But it's also, it's the writing to me. I love Cates. I love Thompson. You know, a lot of what the other guys are writing has me hooked. It's not even so much the artwork, it's just the writing. You know, what goes on. They take their time in telling the story. You know, when things happen, there's a reason why things just happen. You know, fans, some fans, I'll put in quotation, just... Some of the concepts that they have, no, it wouldn't work. It really wouldn't work at all. It wouldn't. Because the story they're trying to tell, it starts off good, but then it just goes into God knows what. You know, no, no, Mm -mm. 
You know, and that's why I tell people you have to stick to the story. What is your story? What's the beginning? What's the middle? What's the end? You know, what is it? Beginning, middle, end. What is it? What is it all about? And what happens afterwards? You know, because there's always some kind of fallout or something that happens afterwards. You know, like uh, if you the Outlaw uh, series. Now with that, it's an interesting concept to me. You know, I have uh, every part of it so far. And I know besides the outlet, you know, Outlaw Special, you know, the first uh, issue of Champions just came out when Miles, um, uh, Miles Morales' uh, Spider-Man has been dealing with that as well. And it's making sense. And also, that's another series that I suggest for everybody too. Um, both of those actually. And with Miles, besides having, you know, um, a new family member, you have to go back and look at that. That's issue 13. And also, you know, there's something else that's going on with him, you know, at the same time that he's dealing with Outlaw. That is definitely cool, and I highly suggest people need to check that out as well, you know. And same thing now with the champions that's just happening now. You know, the events of what happened at the end of the one-shot. You know, it deals directly with that. And it's pretty it's pretty cool. And the last page of that is a shocker as well. You know, I mean, even with uh, Iron Man. You know, again, I won't reveal who he's dealing with. You know, but the art and the concept. The art alone kind of throws it back to... The beginning of the, the Extremis um, series. That to me is one of my all-time favorite stories from the beginning. You know, I just absolutely love that storyline. You know, when it got in the movies, I kind of went, Bleh. you know, because to some extent, you know, if you know the story, you know, you kind of go, hey, but it's one again to where I look. And I went, hey, you know, that part kind of makes it, uh, you know, makes a lot of sense. It makes a heck of a lot of sense. You know. But it's just, you know, as far as the Mandarin and it, oh, God. Uh, I'll just skip the rest of that. We're just going to avoid that. That's just, oh, jeez. That was terrible. Man, it was awful. But anyway, you know, like. You know, I, again, with Iron Man now, I've had to say I'm, oof, about what, 50 or 60 issues deep? You know, and like I said, the first uh, issue of the latest volume just came out not too long ago with Alex Ross cover. And to me, if somebody doesn't put Alex Ross in the Marvel Hall of Fame, I'm suing somebody. I don't know who, but I'm suing somebody. Somebody's getting sued. He needs, he needs to be in there. Because worth the covers alone. Because, you know, now he's doing the covers for Iron Man as well as Captain America. And also the Immortal Hulk. You know, and a few other one-shots. You know, also, you know, some of the runs, like, you know, you've seen, uh, you know, you would be seeing it all over the place. You know, and it's all enjoyable. 
you know, and again, if these runs, you know, like I told you before, you know, there's certain issues, like, hey, I'll get this, and then I'll be like, nah, I think I'll skip that. You know, I almost did that with the current run of Avengers, and whoo, thank God I didn't. You know, thank God I didn't. Because that would have been disastrous. Very disastrous. Uh, when you start to read it, from the beginning of it, you'll understand why I'm saying that. You know, I mean, and also, you know, just uh, from Guardians of the Galaxy to, you know, not just other reaches, not just the space, but also Earth. You know, all the other series, they all make sense. You know, there's not a series that, you know, I'm not picking up, you know, or that I'm getting that makes me go, oh, well, I don't think I'm going to get this issue. No, it's like every week, <laughs> you know, it's like, you know, I'm sitting there like, okay, how much do I got to spend this week? I got to spend that much? I got to spend that much? Okay, I can do that. And also, you know, well, I'll get to uh, the next subject in a minute, which is about reprinting. Um, but overall, like I said, you know, minds are being blown. And I love what the writers and the artists are doing. Because it, you know, a lot of it adds on to the mythos of the heroes and of some of the villains. You know, some are getting introductions of uh, new villains. Um, that's in uh, Spider-Woman. Uh, in the latest issue I just got of Captain Marvel... You know, again, I won't give away details or give away too much, but there's going to be introductions of a lot of uh, characters that I can see right now. You might want to start getting the the latest issue, you know, and again, that's another uh, series. If you're not reading that, shame on you. Shame on you. You know, so is it, you know, it turns out that uh, even during Empire, let's just say she gains a member of the family. I won't reveal too much more after that. But, you know, that's why my mind stays blown and every time I see a Marvel book now, I smile. Unless it's Squirrel Girl. Then I, I frown. Heavily after that. Heck, even Doctor Doom makes sense. And for those of you going right now, wait, Doctor Doom has a series? Yes, he does. But again, the whole entire storyline up until now makes sense. It makes perfectly good sense. So for those who are whining and complaining about stuff that they're not reading, shame on you all over. Because there's a lot of fans, including myself, and all over Twitter, and all over Facebook, and all over the internet, as enjoying it 20 times more than you. Instead of whining about it and complaining about it, how about you stop and either start to read a run or read an issue or two?